this is one of the most amazing stories. I was reading this on the plane, and I could not believe we were going to meet people from this incredible family. Uh, there's a bakery in Houston called the Three Brothers Bakery. And you just have to remind me who our guests are. Uh, the Three Brothers Bakery. And um, we have representatives, believe it or not, of the Three Brothers Bakery here. And this is really an incredible story. Uh, it's Janice. Jan- yeah, help me out here, Mark. Janice and Bobby. Juker are here. Thank you very much for being here. We hear you're two of the most incredible pillars of the Houston community. Thank you very much for visiting us here tonight oh, at JMDA. Thank you very much. Uh, this story goes back to Europe, quite obviously. We're talking about a story of real survival. Uh, how your family got to Houston eventually is a story in and of itself. But go back to the point where, the, where those who ended up founding your bakery... And coming to the United States, we didn't know if they would survive the next day, right? Essentially, that's uh, that's an accurate portrayal. That right? would be accurate. That would yeah. be accurate. So yeah. th- this goes back to who are we talking about? Your well, it's been in my family for on the fifth generation, right? Uh, for almost two hundred years, we've been in the bakery business. My family has, so that's what they knew. I mean, they knew the bakery business. So, what happens when World War II begins? Um, my dad runs to Russia. Right. Because uh, they were in, what the, country were they in? They were in Poland. They're in Poland. He goes to Russia. He, run, he essentially runs escapes and gets escapes, to Russia. Right. Uh, works in a in a coal mine. Um, gets black lung. Um, and heals, desperately wants to work in a bakery again. Heals himself. Goes to work in a bakery. Lives on top of the oven. Doesn't have any money for shoes. Is wearing flour sacks for shoes. Um, the story goes like so many Holocaust survivors. His mother goes to get to find him, sends someone to find him three times. They finally find him on top of the oven with no shoes, living in this bakery, brings him back to Poland. The day that they, they left, I uh, left very early in the morning, the day that they left, the Germans came in, rounded up all the Jews and killed them all. So he is very, very lucky, like so many. A a a remark. I mean, to think about you know escaping to Russia, coming back, everything that ends up having to the, happening to the community and the family, and that he's able to survive is just unbelievable. Um, at what point does he make it to the United States? 1949. And come to the United States. And why Houston, Texas? Because his sister was here. His sister was in Houston. Yes. And and uh, they were supposed to go to Colorado, and sister said, wrote him a letter and said, you need to come here. The streets are lined with gold. <laughs> she meant you it, right? You need to come to Houston, Texas. So they came to Houston, Texas. Uh, and um, obviously because of the bakery background, felt he had to found some type of bakery here. Well. I would guess. Yeah, they... Uh, they got sponsored by someone in the bakery business who right. didn't really want to sponsor them, but they sponsored them. And um, they started Three Brothers Bakery shortly after they got here um, in a very small place. And it had no parking, and they didn't speak English. They didn't know. Everyone in the shtetl walked to the bakery. They didn't know you had to have parking. <laughs> so it was kind of... Uh, <laughs> You know, it was a learning experience. A little bit of a culture shock? Yeah, very much. They made $19 the first day. That's a family 
fact. That's a family fact. They made $19 the first day. Yes. Actually, it seems pretty good for 19 I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And we actually even know the first customer that walked through the door. We still are in touch with him. Yeah, we, we've... Clyde Cannon. Uh, Clyde Cannon was the first customer of Three Brothers Bakery. Uh, and, you know, he was going to high school. And... Uh, stopped on his way to high school? Stopped on his way. The first day that they opened was the first one in line. Came in the bakery, the very first customer, when we got hit by Ike. Um, what year is that? That was 2008. Yeah. Um, this man called us up and said, you know, I was the first customer at Three Brothers Bakery. We're like, you're kidding us. <laughs> no, I was in line. I was the first one in line waiting for the bakery to open. And uh, I was the first customer. The bakery thrives today and it has other branches, right? I mean, it's grown since then, correct? Yeah, yeah. And Clyde was our first customer right. for each of our new stores. Are you serious? And when we reopened after I, yes. It's like our lucky charm. And, he's, and he's still, he and Sigmund and another gentleman, Joe, meet for coffee at uh, one of our stores every Monday. Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, if it works, keep going with it, right? Uh, Janice and Bobby... Uh, Drucker are here. Uh, we're talking about the Three Brothers Bakery. So, uh, before I, I want to ask you about Houston, about the community down here. We've gotten perspectives from so many different people, from so many walks of Jewish life here during this program. But go back for a second. Is this uh, what's the message of this whole story? This, you told us a story of survival. People can read about it online. There are many articles that have been written about your father and what his family went through. He ends up here in Houston. Is there? We could all come up with the greater lesson from this whole story, but is there anything in particular you would say about this story of survival that just makes it so unique and so remarkable? You know, the really the hard work ethic that they had. I, I've never seen three guys work as hard as these guys. And just the their survival is, you know, they will not fail. It will not happen. And, you know, just the constant... Uh, Ability to survive is really the is really the right. the story behind the three. So brothers. as much as we acknowledge, you know, fate, the one above, and the role that that all had in survival, you're saying they were survivalists. This is yeah. it, it, this was their mo. Yeah, and you know, yes, we got hit by by this horrible flood right. and got water in and had a lot of damage, but. You know, the, the story is we're going to survive. Well, that brings us to yeah. today. Were you guys closed for a period of time? We were closed for three, day, uh, three days. Um, relatively lucky compared to some others? Or? Relatively lucky. I, you know, uh, my wife is, uh, went to a, did, a, did a program like a, it's like a, what is it called? The MBA? Uh, uh, the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Business Program. Right. And so she did that program. And she met a guy in there who had a... Uh, a serve pro uh, dealership, franchise. Right. franchise, whatever you call. So we we saw it was coming. We called our employee. He's up in his knees to water. You know, he's telling us everything's flooded in here. My wife gets on the phone at three o'clock, three thirty in the morning. Calls this guy up and wakes him up and says, "Hey, we need you to come down and clean us up ASAP." By three thirty in the afternoon, the guy was at our building <laughs> cleaning up with ten guys and four trucks and you know ten thousand things. They, they, people, have, huh? they have green trucks, and it was like seeing that knight in shining armor right. come when galloping up. up in their green trucks. Right. Yes, they were our heroes. We had mud in the back. It was I don't know. It was they were hauling it out in buckets, you know, and we threw a bunch of stuff away, of course, and 
you know, they got us cleaned up and got us. By the end of that us, week, uh, you were back. Yeah. With no, by the next day. By the next we, day, you were we, back. By the next day, we were already prepping so right. we could open for the end of open. the week. And we have other stores, right. so as long as that production right. facility's down, the other stores have nothing to sell. Right. So we had to open. Sort of like it's the commissary, right? It That's provides right. for everybody else. That's right. America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Janice and Bobby Jukar. It's the Three Brothers Bakery. If you want to read a story of tremendous Jewish survival and really an incredible Jewish family, all you got to do is Google that online. And a lot of articles about what your family went through will pop up. Give me, before I let you go, give me the perspective, and you've been here so many years, the perspective on Jewish Houston. What is so unique about this community? What could you add to the conversation we've been having about this unique uh, community? You know, the people here in Houston are just so warm and, and inviting and make you feel really, really like you want to be here. And um, it's about the people here. And the people are tremendous here in Houston, Texas. They will have you over and treat you like like no other. It's all about the people, huh? It's all about the people. That's the message for all the communities. This guy too, right dude. here. This is also one this of the great one people of the great Houston. People. <laughs> is this Ed Schreiber? This is Ed Schreiber. This is Ed Schreiber. Ed Schreiber from Bancor South uh, Insurance Services here in Houston, Texas. Before we move on to uh, Ed, I thank Janice and Bobby. Thank you. Look forward to visiting you at the Three Brothers Bakery. And great Thank to have you, you on the air. Thank you so much for joining us yeah. here today. It's a 